Hello? Hello? I'm hanging up. Okay. Okay. This oh, that works. sounds much better. This actually works. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. I don't know why I typed in Steeg. Um, I might not... Oh, okay. I'm taking a screenshot of that. That's the new post. Okay. Oh, God. Hey, hey. So this is interesting. Yeah, so we... I'm also... I'm also really uncomfortable with this because I feel like something's going to fuck up. But I'm going to record in the background anyway, so... Perfect. I love you. Thanks. There's more cars driving by. Have you seen, like, cars just, like, drive by randomly for with, like, balloons on them? Like, I saw that the other day. There were teachers that were driving to, like, kids' students' house and stuff. And they were, like, honking. Bruh, the only... The only cars I mean, fair, that I've seen. Yeah, fair enough. I was Lightning McQueen. <laughs> I mean, you never know if a teacher could live around your neighborhood, but I don't know. That is also true. You know what I've been seeing a lot of is um I've been like walking around or like driving around neighborhoods and stuff, and there's like so many people have signs outside of their house being like, This is the house of a enter school district here's senior blah 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 class of 2020 and i'm like this is actually like kind of like nice but also very interesting of just like yes a senior lives here mwahaha the senior lives here yes he does like i get it like i'm sorry that you don't have a graduation this year or high school graduation ever but um i don't know it's just like an interesting concept to me that people would go out of their way to get signs to like post outside their houses listen i don't have a college graduation this year so we're on the same boat neither do i right (laughs) (laughs) hooray we get a degree not like i've been in college for seven years waiting for this day to happen but you know what Sorry about your high school graduation. <laughs> well, I mean, you get you get another shot at it. Hopefully, once you have your uh, your master's, it will be a actual walk across. Yeah, the if stage, I have to write but... any papers for my master's degree, I might lose my mind. Especially the length. I can help you. Especially the length of your paper you had to write. Oh my god! I wanted to cry every single day that I had to write it. But it's over. <laughs> uh, I has degree now. <laughs> it, do does I? Oh, I haven't um, opened the box yet. <laughs> actually, I don't think that I have. <laughs> it's been sitting on my like bay window area for a month now. I think this is my box with my address attached to it. It's very nice. I keep it at my window bay all the time. <laughs> This is this is to the uh, paper of my achievement that I don't feel like taking out. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Uh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's somewhere. Um, so I guess I'll just do the little quick. Um, I guess I'll just do like a TV stand update. I guess. Um, Hell yeah! We tried working this before, but uh, we actually are recording using Anchor. 
um, through the Anchor site. So this is a first for us. Um, Thanks, Anchor. But so thank you, Anchor. <laughs> As I stare at the little anchor at the top left corner, um, but oh, you you have an anchor in your top left corner. I don't. Oh yeah, for the um, computer. That's uh, what I said. Oh, because you're on desktop. I wonder if there's like a desktop app for anchor. I'm sure there is. Anyway, your TV yes. story. Yes. Um. So I got a suggestion from someone to put my TV. Um, and move it. Um, and now I need to close Discord because now I'm getting too many notifications. Um, so I moved it, um, down a level and got rid of the boom box. I put the boom box and I got a little table underneath the table. So I, I ended up buying a table for it and then I put the stereo right on top and it fits snug. I mean, snug. You cannot move this box at all. It is in there. You cannot adjust it. You can't move the stereo at all. Uh, it's like snug in there. And then I set up the TV. We put it down on the um, drawer. And it's at perfect level with my bed. And everything works great. And it actually kind of looks good. <laughs> um. Yeah. So thank you, First random off, stranger that I know. <laughs> oh, please, you phrase it differently in the last recording. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm outing you. Um, but okay, fine, no, fine, we I'll do it. Thank you to my girlfriend. There you go. Ah! Boom. Secrets. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not kidding, but I'm just kidding. I'm kidding about like laughing. I'm about kidding. It. I'm not. I'm this kidding. Is, this Am is I? this is this is not. Um, well, I'm I'm glad we've all cleared the air on that one. But um, <laughs> no, like we were talking about this before the recording started. Like I'm very, it's very satisfying when things fit just snug into areas. Like you have ideas to like put things different places like throughout your house throughout whatever and if you can find something that just fits perfectly it is such a sense of accomplishment of like yes yes this is what i needed this is what i did <laughs> <laughs> like my my bed in my room like fits perfectly within this like cubby spot of the room and it's so satisfying see it Whenever I walk, I think with like beds though, um, I, my feet sometimes need to be hanging off the side. Like they need to be hanging yeah. off like the wall. Like I don't mind having a wall to, to the left or to the right. It's just when there's a wall where my feet are, and I get to a point in the yeah. middle of the night where I'm literally t posing on a like a bed because my body is <laughs> completely straight, and I can feel my head like being smushed. Like it's don't put it near my feet. I'll take a wall. I'll take a wall at either side. Just don't put it near my feet. <laughs> like imagine, like, like you can switch around too, and you can like sleep on yeah. either side. But if I switched around on my bed and had it facing where my feet are, it would just look so weird. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I I had an idea to, like, possibly switch it around, but there's also... The only other wall that would suffice would be the one with my window at it, and it's such, like, a low sill for the window that there's no way that would work. Right. Or I just put it in the center of my room and look like an absolute dingus. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my room! This is the, this is the wind. <laughs> I can roll off the bed on either side. <laughs> all four. It's all nice. And you just like roll into like the corner and you just like disappear for like a good five minutes and pop out. See, it was fine. Passed <laughs> out for five minutes. Ow. So here's my room. This is it. This is a bed in the middle. Let's just move around it. God. Ugh. See, either you have a room that's perfect to have a bed in the middle or you don't yeah um but the only problem for, know, the only like, problem for me is like if i were to move the bed i don't know where i'd put it because one side is closet like maybe i can put it against like a like a wall, wall that's like closer to where my desk would have been but honestly mm-hmm. it would just take so much effort just to move all this stuff i'm like I'll stick with what I got, you know. That's, like, the one part of, like, not, like, remodeling, but, like, just, like, reorganizing. That's the word I'm looking for. Of, like, when you you want to change around your room, you have to, like, move everything. Yep. Nothing can stay the same. So it's, like, when I actually get in my head of like, I'm gonna move things around. Like it is a um <laughs> it is God, it's a I'm full commitment or it's no commitment at commitment, all. Commitment, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank yes, Steven. I successfully came <laughs> up with a word for you. You're welcome. I can retire now. Good night, everybody. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> oh wait, wrong thing. Oh my uh... anyway. <laughs> Oh, oh god. Um but yeah, uh <laughs> just, just confuse yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just cuz <'cause, laughs> I don't know, I enjoyed the tangent topic, but I'm also like, wait a sec, what are we talking about again? <laughs> it took us this long to get <laughs> to this point of this type of topic where we just talk about tangent things that are in our room. I could actually probably go on a full tangent for Here an it hour is. about this. Let's talk about room. our rooms. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to just like hold off my topic until next week? <laughs> like, I don't know. How are we going to talk about every single thing in our room? I don't know. No. Let's, let's <laughs> I no. Like, I feel like we would just get confused after a while, or at least I will. Or just get lost <laughs> in the room. I hate. I hate my room right now. Honestly, I... I they spend too much time in it. Yeah, I'm starting to like hate specific spots of my house. Like sometimes the I'll only, stare at the like, wall for some like long periods of time. I'm like, what am I doing? I need to get up and just like move five feet to my or not even two feet to my bed just to sit on it for a different angle on things. Just like and even like walking around like my house, like a different spot in like the house I haven't been to in a while. It's like 
wow, this is actually quite interesting. <laughs> I never see the house from this angle before. I know. I it is it's it's really weird in that sense because like I walk into certain rooms now and I'm like same look, same walls. I need something new. That's why like um whenever I can I just like go out on the porch for like hours and like just do what I would normally be doing inside out there and like it's such a difference because I'm like I'm outside sort of wow yeah (laughs) it's so different what also sucks is like as we get closer we are in spring right now I can't believe that Mm -hmm. we're actually in spring and we've had like snow like the past few weeks but we're getting closer to um, it's May 1st by the way it's gonna it be is my... <laughs> all that I do. You knew this was coming. Did I? <laughs> but I don't know. Um, uh... <laughs> it's hammock weather. It's hella <gasps> hammock weather. But the only problem is hella the only problem weather. is it's hella social distancing distancing still. So you can't just be like, I'm gonna go to a park. You can go alone, I guess, but it's still like it still sucks because it's like one of those nice yeah. days. All you want to do I is mean, go with your in your hammock. Yeah, not gonna lie. Um, yesterday, I was planning on because I have my hammock in my car, and I was planning on like going to a park and just like stringing up and reading. And then, like, it was raining when I first woke up around like seven o'clock. I'm like, okay, it's gonna let up at some point. Nope. Not until like five or six. So I'm like, it's too Damn late it. now. Hella hammock weather has it's to too wait. Late now. <laughs> I know. But then, like, it's the same thing for today. Like, it's been like mist raining. And then suddenly, like, 30 minutes ago, it's sunshine. And it's like, what are you? Choose. <laughs> choose an emotion. You get to choose again tomorrow. Come back later when it resets itself. <laughs> we're recording later um than we normally do so uh coffee has turned into wine so this is coffee talks older sibling i don't uh, have wine though wine talk of talk. i'm partially intoxicated let's see how bad it gets by the end of this you cut <laughs> off there and i heard lactated <laughs> So I heard oh. I had, because you said intoxicated, and I heard thought I or I heard was like, all I heard was the ticated part. I'm like, lactated? What? What did you say? Why is that the first? I thing don't you're know. Hearing? That's what I heard. All I heard is lactated. Cool. They left me a voicemail. I'll listen to that later. Um. Oh, anyways, back to the topic. Was there yeah. a topic, or is this? Yeah, we can. We can start with the one that I okay, have. Good. If you I don't remember what we were talking about last time okay. before the call got cut off. So It was something about beds and yeah. rooms yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Um, I f- oh my god, I kind of... 
previously on an episode of The View of the feng shui of your room. <laughs> this is an absolute adventure. Uh, um, I mean, I have the wine for it. I f- I'm basically just need to become a crotchety old lady. That's right, shots fired. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, this idea for this topic came to me earlier this week. Um, because, um, so I guess like back up a little bit. Um, as you, as you all know, I, I feel so weird because I feel like topics all the time come back to D and D, but like, this is just brief, brief explanation of the topic, but whatever. Um, on, oh, it's oh, it's on this Wednesday, one. Oh no, no, it's not. It's not okay. bad. Um, our the one campaign that I am a part of what? ended. Um, what? Shut up. Um, but yeah, so it ended, and um, like it didn't. And for us in grand triumph, but I mean, that's here nor there, I suppose. Um, But one of the things that, like, I guess one of the things that, like, made me, like, the most, like, upset was the fact of, like, I was getting, as I do with, like, a lot of things, be it books, video games, movies, D&D, like, I get so absorbed into, like, stories and like the environments that we shape the environments that we get to experience and like explore in and like i was thinking about it for like the past two days at this point and i'm like damn it all because um in that campaign like we were in like what's known as a homebrewed world where like our dm like created the world that we're exploring and inhabiting and somewhat and whatever. And like, because it was an individual, it was a personal concept. There was so much that we could have explored. <laughs> I want to know the lore. I want to interact with yeah. the NPCs. I like, I, and like, well, I mean, our corpses are currently laying on the floor of a temple, but um but i guess like that's where my this topic is going into is basically like either fictional or even like non-fictional stories and storytelling and like um like i feel i feel as though like we have a decent amount of i don't want to say experience but like comfort in this in terms of like creating our own stuff like i mean even this for example like we create this kind of environment this um this kind of podcast of like hey we're going to experience this kind of narrative with you so um and i guess like my I guess the way to start this, I suppose, is like, what what do you find the most like important in like a good story or like a good narrative? Like, 
because like for me like with um like i'll use video games for example like my favorite kind of games are like the role-playing games of like you you have all of these people that you can interact with and like you find these little secrets and like these little cool things in the world and like that's where i get a lot of like my enjoyment out of this stuff is is like delving deep into like history of this imaginary land right i guess um so like i guess that's my question to you is like what what draws you into a story steven i think to a lot of the factors is when you like i think tv shows do this so well because they know that they're going to drag this on for like episodes and episodes and i think what draws people Mm -hmm. into good stories is like character development if you have like this even like if you like name something like let's say you name this like i don't know you you find this um you find this toad on the ground, you name it Whopper or something. Like, in some way or form, you just create a story for it. And I feel like kids do this the best, is that they have such a wild imagination. I mean, it fades after a while for most of them, but they have such a creative, like, they can take any object you give them, or anything they find, and then they're, like, flying a spaceship somewhere, or they're, like, creating the story about like a lego guy and like i used to do this too when i was younger about creating these different stories and about flying things and like or like character interactions and stuff like that and i feel like that does it does best with i think the best example would be tv shows because they do such a good job with a lot of them do a really good job with developing characters introducing them introducing like they're specific, and I think the best characters have a specific um, character trait to them. Like, remember, they're like quirky or they're like angry all the time or like mysterious. And that's what makes it the best characters. And then when they have the interactions with other ones and they clash with other characters, I feel like that's what develops that story even more. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's also interesting that you, because I, Like, I never actually think specifically about, like, TV shows as opposed to, like, movies. Like, I always seem to, like, go towards one over the other. Like, not even to, like, negate TV shows or anything. Just, like, for some reason, my brain never goes that way. But I think it's even more interesting that you even mentioned that. Because, like, for so many stories, like, books, you write one there it is there's a story you produce a movie there it is there's a story like tv shows you have to consistently make multiple little stories inside of a larger story because of money i suppose like you need you need a compelling story you need my god you need compelling multiple stories to actually allow this tv show to yeah survive essentially um it's not like a one and done so i think like i think for me like looking at it from a tv show standpoint like 
those those shows that focused on having multiple characters on having like quirky interactions between them are like the shows for me that like stick out in my head as like things that I still want to go back and watch like um if some of you don't know um Netflix announced that they're releasing Avatar the Last Airbender sometime <sighs> this month for me like that along with like Teen Titans which is like still in the same boat of like you have multiple characters multiple like personal storylines multiple interactions with them which all just engage me into like understanding more about everyone and like um i mean i know sure as hell the moment avatar comes onto netflix i'm going to be binge watching the crap out of that not only because it's quarantine time but it's quarantine it's also, time. like it's quarantine no no, time. no i can't i can't talk right now wait, wait hold on it's uh sorry hold on it's quarantine time right now hold on <laughs> Go get the popcorn. Um, Stay away from me. But six feet. Just go get it though. Okay. (laughs) Except for trees, you can hug trees. Um, but like for me, like Avatar: The Last Airbender is like a perfect example of like that's what makes a compelling story to me. Is like if you focus on one character, I personally get very bored. By it, I suppose. It's just not. It's not um, all about that one like, character, I can, though. Like, even if you have that main character in the story, it's not just all about that main character, right? And I think, like, I think, like, for me, because, like, me and you personally, I know both watch like yeah. a lot of superhero movies, and like, I, I maybe unpopular opinion. I don't know. I think that superman as a story driven character is shit like i think he's a horrible character mainly because it's very difficult for him to like at least from a um like potential to grow aspect like yeah he grows like i guess empathetically but like it's it gets kind of boring if I just watch a two hour long movie of him just punching things that will have no chance of ever right. Like, and I feel like the him, best stories have and the best characters have some sort of weakness to them. Like, um, right. Oh, what was the example I was just thinking of? Um, you can go on. I'm just gonna think about the example. Okay, but I like. Because that's why, like, um, for me, like, those those kinds of movies where, like, you really only focus, or any kind of art, I suppose, like, you only focus on that one main character, and, like, that puts also a lot of pressure onto that main character that you created, that, like, the entire, um, like, universe revolves around them, and, like, the choices that they make and like the development that they have. Cause like, if they don't have any development, <clears throat> lightning McQueen in cars, <clears throat> um, 
Kachow. Like, your character is trash. <laughs> My god, full circle. Ew. Um, but no, like, that... As much as I love Pixar, as a lot two episodes ago, like, in terms of, like, like, multiple movie, too. I think that, like, Lightning McQueen might be one of the worst characters ever created. <laughs> Just because, like, if you're going to make a trilogy, if you're making a trilogy, you need to have growth. You need to learn from your... Lightning McQueen mistakes. was basically the Superman of cars. And it needs... Think about it. Ew. I'm I am thinking about it. And like the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm disturbed. <laughs> but also I want to think about it more, but we're doing a show right now. <laughs> I've so I'm gonna like I won't I'm gonna pers- kind of yeah. tie in a few things. And I feel like um even with the superhero shows, like yeah, they they a lot of them had a lot of powers to them, but like for example, like air characters like Captain America, like he, he did all these characters surrounding Captain America, he can't fly. Like he, he's like limited on what he can do, and that's what makes it interesting. Where he gets into specific mm-hmm. scenarios where he's like, oh wow, he could easily hurt himself, but like he manages to like get off, like, make it off pretty easily by like adapting to his like scenarios, and um. I feel like the kind of in a tie it into kind of the storytelling of I like how when characters are from different regions and I'm going to use Avatar as another example um, when Aang like Aang started off like by himself and then then he met Katara and then he met Zuko no Zuko Wait, I'm messing up characters. Hold on. Zuko is Firebender, right? So Zuko was on yes. the entire other end of the world, always hunting the Avatar, and that was a completely different story on the other side. Mm-hmm. So you have these stories that are like plotlining together. And um, okay, if you haven't seen Avatar by now, that's pretty depressing. But um. They're eventually after they meet after so long, just that meaning of like, oh my god, he's been haunting him for so long, and now they're like actually together in person. Like these two different stories have finally like mushed together in this beautiful blend of like different colors and like different interactions and different emotions. And I feel like even Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. as shitty as the last season was, they did a really good job with that. Because they had so many different stories from so many different parts of this this plane of existence, I guess. And after a while, this long stretch of land, they're all coming together and they're all meeting. And I feel like even though, like during the last episodes where they were all sitting around in that circle, the tension of that, like nobody was talking, but you could feel the tension of that story coming together. Mm-hmm. And like I think that I think that both of those are like perfect examples too of like you have you have multiple little subplots with how how many characters are like between Avatar and Game of Thrones like but yet for the most part like you 
are aware you're at least aware of like almost every character like the writing the right like take out season eight for game of thrones but like not really um but like all the writing up until that point like from beginning to end with both avatar and um game of thrones like you become invested in like upwards of like a hundred characters and I think, I think for me, like, that is powerful writing because that means that you take the time to develop every single, um, like, individual character to make them memorable and to make you, like, concerned right. on what they're going to do next. Like, um, like, with Game of Thrones, like, you have certain characters that, like, I know your storyline. I don't want you to succeed. And then there's other ones where it's like, I know your storyline. I really feel for you empathetically. I want to see where your motives take you. Like, um, but then it all joins together in that larger story. And I think that's what allows shows to go like five seasons, six seasons, eight in terms of Game of Thrones. Like, that leaves a lasting impact on like the climate of society at that given point. Like you're not going to remember the story that has a, you're not going to remember the story about just one character moseying through the world to find something. You're going to remember the story about the character and the interactions they had with the other character. And then the other one comes from out of the distance in the fog. And then the other one comes out for the woods and they're all mean together. I feel like the best example of this is the Avengers um, series. The Avengers, they got, I feel like mm-hmm. they did the best job because in some way they all were a lot of the um characters in that were had their own stories initially like iron man had his own story captain america has own mm-hmm. story thor had his own story um wakanda forever even they, even they had their own stories like and then after <laughs> a while the directors were like yeah we're going to take iron man we're going to take spider-man this guy this guy this guy we're all just going to clash them together into this one grand finale of a story like that's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Just like the fact, like even like even it takes me back to like when I was young and like I thought it was so cool how Jimmy Neutron and like um, Timmy Turner came together and they were like morphing different worlds together. I'm like, <laughs> this is the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> My favorite characters are meeting each other, or like mm-hmm. even Batman and Scooby Doo like meeting together. Like it's the morphing of the worlds together. It's like so mind-blowing to have the different characters and they all have their own different stories too batman and they did there's a picture together i'm gonna go ahead oh my god you don't have discord open i'm gonna send it to you during in discord anyways or actually i'll send it to you via message but go ahead uh sorry i was like (laughs) kind of taken aback by that um Shit, I lost a train of thought. Um, no, and I think like I don't know. I guess very brief debate, I suppose. 
Um, of like, I think that's like the biggest difference between like why Marvel with the Avengers has done so well and like DC with the Justice League not so much is because um, I feel I feel as though like the Avengers were able to focus on everyone and like share the spotlight in that sense of like every single person in the Avengers like has a reason to be there and like is crucial to the development plot and um meanwhile like with justice league like you have like save for freaking batman you have these like extraterrestrial super gods essentially and like it's very difficult to like have any kind of relation to them like with with like the Avengers and stuff like yeah they're super but like they're not immortal they're not indestructible and I think that's the biggest difference is like you needed to team up like upwards of like what 20 25 of you to take down this one like imposing super titan of a threat whereas like with justice league like the story's just like oh look we're all strong we all kind of hate (laughs) each other but we're gonna work together i guess even though i'm pretty sure all of us could probably handle this let's go to russia we'll join superman and watch him what he does Sure, he could take care of all himself, but we'll help him pretend like we're helping. That I think that that alone made me like almost want to walk out of the theater. (laughs) Of like, also rest in peace theaters until who knows when. But um, when literally the final fight with Justice League. Sorry for anybody who didn't see this like train wreck of a movie, but here I'm going to spoil it. Um, freaking like they were doing fine. Like Wonder Woman, um, Batman, Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman. Right. I think were there. I don't know. Um, like Wonder Woman was going toe to toe with like the main baddie of the movie. She was doing yeah. perfectly fine, and then suddenly Superman shows up, and Wonder Woman's like, "Oh, I suddenly forgot how to fight." Smashes through everything. There's like my character all right, development. Show off. Like seriously, I mean, like he started. Yeah, he started like being like the dad, just like just give me it. I'll do it myself. And then just like destroying this, beat up that guy. Let's save all the people. Just like like at that point, it was like Superman Wait. and friends. Like it wasn't even Justice League. Yes, and that's what. And that was the that was in my opinion the biggest issue is like you have all of these main characters. But yet you still write it where one character is the main one and the rest are just sidekicks. Whereas like with Avengers, like every single person is a main character. Like I understand that like Falcon is kind of like the sidekick to Captain America and War Machine to Iron Man. But like in that moment, in those fights, they are all equal. They all need each other. It's not like Oh, you could help, yeah. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I don't know. In terms of story writing, that is 
one of my biggest concerns is like it's cool when you bring everyone together but don't don't basically subordinate don't milk it i guess who is right who is like already proven that their main character tier like uh it doesn't prove anything yeah. in my opinion and like i think hmm, should we take um, a break right i think we'll just throw in the break so we already only got 41 minutes we only got nine minutes left i feel like it'd be kind of late for a break yeah okay here here's my last point with good storytelling i suppose is like if you're making like a like multiple season long tv show or if you're making like more than one book movie etc i think that like and this is like my issue whenever i read watch listen etc two things because i love the like side characters and they always seem to <laughs> die but like i'm like as absolutely heartbroken that i am about this like i'm also okay with it because it does something for the story like and if say like if you're the main character and like your best friend dies in book 1 and you come to book 2 I expect your character to be different. Like, there are sacrifices, there are mistakes that you make, and there are consequences for those actions. And, like, I think that's why, for me, and, like, I have absolutely no shame of saying this, my favorite movie trilogy is How to Train Your Dragon. Because there are choices, there are consequences for actions, and, like, there is amazing character growth because of that. Like, um, I don't want to go too much into it if you haven't seen it, but it's by far my favorite thing in the world. Um, like, and, like, I guess that's why, if we're looking at kids' movies, and, like, you take How to Train Dragon versus, like, Cars, (laughs) like, just because they're both trilogies, they're both. I just love it. It just always um, spirals back to cars. Cars is the bane of my like literary. I thought the first one was okay. The first one was fine. I will defend the first one, but I guess here's my here's my rant. Is like you have the entire actions of the first movie. Lightning McQueen's an asshole. He learns not to be an asshole and to think of other people besides himself. Good cool. job, Owen. Good job. Amazing Owen. story. <laughs> Good job. Cars 2 comes around. You would expect, oh, Lightning McQueen, you learned something from their past mistakes. Nope. You started off being a freaking dick to Mater and you don't learn anything. And then Mater suddenly becomes. If you say it really quick, UK, dick to Mater. It sounds like you're saying a dictator. <laughs> Dictators sold in your local grocery store. Um, they're like potatoes, just a little weird. Um, but just slightly. Um, uh, how do you say the uh, demanding? 
<laughs> Är du lax i lite bit av det? Hur kommer det dit? It's a very, very tough. God, um, that is that's our um side tangent of. Listen, I can go through humor? an entire thing of doing a Russian accent if need be. I know you're very good at that. I can gesture a lot and make myself Italian, but you can't keep <laughs> gesturing. Um, <laughs> we can see it in our hearts. Um, but I know if if you know Anyways, me, you, you know on. what I'm doing at the moment. Um, yeah, but like Cars too, he doesn't remember anything. I guess amnesia? Question mark. Goes through the entire movie, has the same like character development as the first one, just a lot more disingenuous. And then the third movie comes around, and he starts back from square one. Like, no, that's not how you write a story. That's how you just make your character a dickweed who doesn't <laughs> learn anything. Like, you start off every single movie with Lady McQueen being a dick <laughs> to everything else. That's a cool story. That's a cool character. I'm glad you got so much money off of saying, wow, Owen Wilson, but I digress. But, like, I guess that's why a couple are, like, paired up against, like, How to Train Your Dragon with Hiccup. Like, like from the... What is it? Hiccup is... Doesn't want to kill dragons. Cool. But in doing so, he causes an he causes an action to happen he's based the off only of dra- he's the only and, Viking who doesn't want to kill dragons. Right. And he spares some he yeah. spares a creature's life. And then that causes problems. Which, which is, is character fine. development. Right. And like I think it's perfectly symbolized in the fact of like, hey, I did an action. I broke your wing. You are now crippled for the rest of your life, Toothless. I am sorry. At the end of the movie, he makes his own he makes his own physical sacrifice with his leg. Now they are bonded. That creates a bond. The second movie carries over. There is still development. There's still, like, purpose for actions. But yet, even if they're made in what seems to be good faith, it leads to other things happening. Sorry for spoilers, but someone dies in the second one because of actions that they take. Like, I understand that it's a kid's movie and it's like, oh, it's dark. Oh, there's death. (laughs) It's one of the perfect ways to in, to indicate that, hey, your actions have consequences. It's more of a learning thing than like Lightning McQueen running or, or driving. Sorry, or is it running? If they're sentient cars, is it running or driving? I don't remember. Oh God! <sighs> running, driving, regardless. Flying. You. Yeah, because Mater can suddenly fly, but you know, whatever. Spoilers, sorry. Um, but for me, for being for like a 
worthwhile and lasting story, I think that it's very important that there is some kind of action equal consequence like equation because if your character learns nothing or like doesn't have any weakness then it's not compelling it's not something that I want to constantly go back to and be like oh maybe the character will learn something in this because if they never do or if there's never a real threat then what's the point there so all of you out there who are creating their own stories in whatever capacity, and I f- remember And I feel like I just want to tie this along. one final thing as I look at my little character creation of my character, Ponty Mython. And I made this character with Andy being there saying, I want my character to have the problem of wild magic. That is his downfall, and that's what it makes him unique. And you can develop this character to make have this weakness. Whereas if you cast, you might actually have to roll for wild magic, and wild things might happen, good or bad. Like it's something that's 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 unique to that specific character, and it could be unique to other ones too. Exactly, and I think that's one of the things that I love about any kind of character development. That's why like in our own campaign, how much I value creating like meaningful NPCs is like if if there's just if there's just characters walking around like ooh la 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 oh there's danger here I'll stab it give me a reward woo like it doesn't it doesn't do anything. Like the story becomes stagnant. You become uninterested. But like, if, like, in terms of Ponty, of like, I have the possibility of right. everything going haywire, and like, instead of looking at that as always like a detriment, it's something that makes your character unique. Yep. And I think. In a land of magic, you're looking for something to make you stand out. And that's not even like a um, like selfish or arrogant way of looking at it. It's I have my own creation. I have my own baby, essentially. And yep. I want what's best for them. And I think that's why like, me sitting here with my first child is dead. <laughs> Don't take that out of context. <laughs> but, like, it's a part, it was, like, Agdor is still a part of me. He was my creation, and I made decisions. And if that got him killed, then I I have to live with that. But it made for a freaking yep. compelling story. <laughs> and that's, that's the goal of it all, honestly. <laughs> Just to be drawn into these stories. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed our story talk because it was definitely a topic that like I wanted to yes. bounce around. Because like also like even my studies, like I'm very interested in narrative. Like I think that what makes a story is important 
And I think that how you tell it is important. So thank you, Stephen, for entertaining <laughs> me on this podcast. <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for listening, if you are interested. Thank you for I listening. Um, I just want to say a few things. First of all, um, as we usually do at the end, we want to thank all the first responders and anyone who's working um, mm-hmm. right now during this um, awful period of time that this pandemic has become but um the best thing we could do is keep on you know keep on being isolated and stuff and we can't thank the people who sacrifice sacrifice going outside and doing and helping out the world enough so if you're one of those first responders thank you Mm -hmm. um the second thing i want to say um we were that we had thoughts of doing a possible coffee talks merch so um <clears throat> dominic if you're listening huh. uh we're interested in possible designs also it was our designers it was our designer's birthday two days ago when we were recording and this, the final so statement happy is, birthday dominic <laughs> uh on may the 4th be with you on may 4th uh star wars the entire <laughs> saga is going to be out on disney plus and i will be watching the final episode with my dad who hasn't watched it yet so yep really so huh. should it be interesting to see his reactions <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of things are happening this week uh may the 4th uh cinco de mayo if anybody is Making them strip tacos because I probably will. Oh, I have to show you the. I sent you the recipe, didn't I? Okay, I think you did. Okay, you could send it to me. Again uh, don't worry, I have it a safe tab, so it. it is Thank always you. there and ready to access. <laughs> Good. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we will see you all next week. Again, thank you to everyone helping us to get back to, I guess, quote unquote, normalcy. Um, And check out the merch merch, page. I I think that I think that having the um, the coffee design might actually be really cool cool and exciting. Um, Yeah, so we need to designer. And yeah, so stay safe out there. Enjoy yourselves. And until next week. And we'll see you next week for another coffee talk. Let's do it. Hell yeah. I don't have wine wine talk was actually kind of fun too. I I finished my glass. Maybe. Bye. All right. Bye all.